Profitability in any context is a simple equation if you let it be and a very complex equation if you don't make it simple. I am going to deal with three principal drivers of law firm profitability and I think these are the ones that all lawyers at every stage of their career need to have some kind of grip on, some kind of appreciation for so far as their decision making goes on every file and every action they take as part of an employee even of that law firm. So what are they? They are in no particular order, revenue, leverage and productivity. Now I did tell you the productivity was coming back and here it is. It is a fundamental piece of profitability when it comes to professional services. Let's just have a quick talk about those three components. A brief description of what they are and an idea of how they're going to impact on things. We're going to drill down a little bit more in the next lesson and as we go along we'll talk about some nuances there. Revenue should be fairly obvious. It is the money that comes in. How are you going to impact on that? Well the most obvious thing is your billing. How much are you contributing to the billing cycle of your law firm? Now if your firm time bills then it's going to be about how much time you're recording and gets captured in a bill and sent out and then paid. We'll come back to that in a second. If you're doing fixed fee billing then it's going to be how are you able to get to the point where a bill can be issued and paid, whatever that fixed fee stage might be. If you're doing something else, either way it doesn't matter. Maybe you're in a uh, personal injuries firm where you only get paid at the very, very end of the file potentially, if at all. How are you assisting the firm to maximise its revenue in what you're doing, the tasks you're doing and the way you're driving files towards the point where it is appropriate and ethical for you to actually claim some money from someone? Revenue money that's coming in the door. I said I'd come back to getting paid. You can record as much time on a file as you want and I don't care how good your budget looks until that bill gets paid you haven't contributed a cent to the firm. You have just costed money and if you issue a $27,000 bill to a client who is expecting a $10,000 bill what do you think is going to happen? you're going to get zero dollars in the door. Maybe eventually you'll get 10 but you're going to waste a bunch of time along the way. So part of revenue management is client management. Are you complying with your estimates? Does your client know what's going on? Are you doing the job that you're supposed to be doing? Are you meeting expectations in terms of time frame and are you delivering quality? These are the sorts of things you need to consider because they impact directly on revenue. If something doesn't get paid for 150 days instead of within 14 days, that has a significant difference on the business of the law firm. Now from your perspective your wages might come in but you are creating a huge operational dilemma and if you think that is endearing you to your employers or to the chief financial officer of your firm or to the people who have to keep paying you week after week then you have another thing coming it will come back to bite you. Be aware what your contributions to revenue are but be aware that it's not just how hard you work or how much time you're billing, it is what gets paid. Revenue is about money in, not just how much time you've written down. Leverage is one a lot of people don't consider and when they do they have a tendency to do it poorly. Leverage in a broader sense is 
producing high value work at a low cost. So what's a good example of that? The most classic example of that is delegation. A principal level lawyer can probably do, unless they've forgotten how, most of the work that comes in the door of a law firm, but they're not going to necessarily, nor should they. Why is that? That is because they are a high cost commodity to that firm. And ideally what they need to reserve themselves for is high value work that cannot possibly be done for a lower cost. Okay. Yes, a principal could stand at the photocopier copying stuff, but is that the highest value use of their time or is it best left to someone else or outsourced or whatever it might be for a lower cost? That is leverage performing valuable work at lower cost, because if you can offer the same value at a lesser cost, then you're saving money at the end of the day and you're able to maximize your productivity, your profitability. So how are we going to go about doing that? Delegation is the first example that I gave, but what about technology? Technology is an opportunity to deliver mass loads of value for relatively low cost, especially compared to what it used to be. Consider the difference in something as simple as filing an amended document. So this is going to be a different process depending on your jurisdiction, but in mine, the process involves identifying the changes between the earlier document and the new document that you're filing. Back in the day, uh, it used to be the case that you had to do this by hand. So you would manually line through anything that was being removed and you would manually underline anything that had been added. That, as you can imagine, was a tedious process. So it was something that nobody really enjoyed doing very much. And now we can do it very, very easily with pretty much any word processor that we might choose to use. That is how we can use leverage. Leverage through technology is extremely powerful. I am still a fan of dictation, although it's becoming less and less common. At the absolute bare minimum, there are some extremely boring things you can do to maximize your leverage, and they are this. Learn to type, for goodness sake. If you cannot type at a decent rate, and you are sitting there tapping out slowly, you are literally pouring money down the drain. Learn how to type properly. Yes, I sound grumpy, because you should. Learn how to use the software that you already have available. The number of untapped resources that lawyers have available to them in technology, simply because they haven't bothered learning how to use them, never ceases to amaze me. It's not exciting, it's not glamorous, but if you don't know how to use footers so that you've got a different footer on the first page and you're mucking around for 45 minutes with every document that needs that, then you are losing money. It is a waste of time. You could spend a few minutes learning how to do it properly and just do it properly. It is not difficult. And the third thing is this, delegate better. Now, if you're a junior lawyer, you might be on the receiving end of delegation, but you can assist this too. Delegate better, delegate in a way that gets the work done properly, give people the information they need, Give them the timeframes they need to know and don't just sit on stuff until the last second and then call it urgent. This amount of poor delegation that goes on and it's generally the senior lawyer's fault. Let's face it, you've got some poor junior lawyer there, you're giving them a job, you've made a series of terrible decisions that you're making their problem and all of a sudden you don't give them the right information, you don't give them what you've already found out, 
You don't give them clear instructions about what they need to do. You don't give them the tools they need to deliver the job in the way that you need it. And then you go, oh, I don't delegate because it's never done properly. Well, if it's not done properly, it's your fault. If you're a junior lawyer, don't be afraid to ask questions. If you come out of a room where you've just been asked to do something and you have no clue really what you're supposed to do or how you're supposed to go about doing it, how are you going to deliver what is required? You can't, you won't, and it'll go badly and you'll get blamed for it. So don't be afraid to ask questions. If you're asking the same questions over and over again, that's a problem. Take notes, figure out what to do. So those are some very simple leverage strategies that you can use. The last thing we're gonna talk about is productivity. Now I did deal with productivity briefly earlier on in personal professional growth because I think it falls neatly into both camps. You can only bill for stuff once it's done. In order to send a bill and generate revenue, you need to complete the task for which you can send the bill. It is quite simple really, but if you are doing a lot of activity, it doesn't necessarily mean you are being productive. The fact that you're constantly in motion doesn't mean you're doing anything that's contributing to the bottom line. So productivity, your ability to deliver the work and get it done and actually get stuff out the door, complete tasks, make sure things are executed diligently and properly, that obviously has a direct impact on the profitability of your law firm. And of course, on your client relationships as well. So the three pieces of profitability that you need to be aware of and you need to start thinking about in your own decision-making. Revenue, and for you that's gonna mean how much time or what bills you're issuing and when they're getting paid. How are you dealing with your debtors? That's gonna cover the field for many young lawyers. Leverage, how can you do your job faster, better, cheaper and deliver the same value, perhaps in less time, perhaps for less cost, whatever it may be. If you're being delegated to, how can you ensure that process is going more smoothly than what it might be if you're having issues with it? And last one, productivity. How are you ensuring that you're going to get things done in a diligent and timely fashion and not waste lots of time bumbling around, chasing down dry gullies, not really understanding what you're doing? Not always as easy as it sounds, of course, and I'm not a jerk and I appreciate these things. And sometimes things go wrong despite the fact that we did everything right. But if you can keep those three key components in mind, it will help you be live to the economic impact of your decision making. Your homework. Identify in your own practice, in your own habits, in your own day to day, the aspects of revenue that you're doing well or poorly the aspects of leverage that you're doing well or poorly, and the aspects of productivity that you're doing well or poorly. Jot down those areas, identify using the goal setting techniques we've already uh, talked about earlier, the things that you can be doing to start working away at those. Pick one, like I said, one thing at a time. No multitasking necessary here. And I'll talk to you again soon.